Biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people. Nazi whale margarine pirates. So far, I've had seven McRibs. Palabak. Pol Pot Pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. Like a slaughterhouse sangria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good morning and Aloha Biscuitier. It is I, the triumphant return, the one, the only Chuck Sauce in the studio, host of the Biscuits <laughs> and Gravy Show. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, the incorrigible, the abdominal. Mr. Vincent Fody. Vincent Fody, how are you doing today? The abdominal? Yes. <laughs> I'm in the mid-waist area. Yes, you're so <laughs> abdominal. I keep forgetting that Nazi whale margarine pirates was like a real thing, right? Yeah. That's not episode, something that you made up. No, it was a real thing. <laughs> also, Antarctica is melting because that's where the aliens live underneath it. Oh, so. man. I just found out that there's like a giant lake in Russia somewhere, and that's where aliens are. Well, they come in and out of the lake. For they sure they live in the bottom of the lake. It's like the mm-hmm. deepest lake in the world. Yep. I'm just, why am I just finding out about this? There's also a pyramid in Alaska that's underground. What? what? How does that even work? <laughs> Chuck. The, all welcome. that and more on The Biscuits and Gravy Chuck, this show. Is our, this is our reunion show. Pretty much. We were gone for three weeks. That never happened. I think this is the first Maybe time. Maybe a month. I think this is the first time since we started doing the show that we were that we were off for three weeks in a row because you were on vacation and then we had health issues. Health issues are the worst. By the way, COVID may be real. Who knows? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's I think it's <laughs> real, guys. I think every I had something. Yeah. Well, welcome back. I'm so excited to be back here in the biscuit and gravy amphitheater today nay the historic biscuit and gravy amphitheater and we got three weeks to catch up on today we're going to be doing a lot of follow-up junction oh yeah yeah we got a lot of stuff to follow up for and there's also it's been a crazy week there's been so much stuff that's been going on, especially in the last week, but also in the last couple of weeks that we've been off. We've got so much to talk about, man. I know. They're getting rid of the double beef I mean, burrito at Taco Bell. What do you want to talk about? <sighs> I don't uh, even know what I want to talk about first. You want to do uh, Comedy Corner, maybe? Well, I know I want to finish today's episode off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. <sighs> but how should we start the show? I'm not really sure. I know coming up the show, we're going to do a little bit of spoiler alert. you going to spoil anything for us today? I've got so much to spoil. What are two or three shows you're going to spoil for us? Uh, let's spoil The Sandman. Oh, yeah, that new one. And maybe a lot, a lot of bird fly, a lot of weird dreamo sequences. I'm gonna spoil all the man. Shows. Okay, I'm gonna all spoil right. Sandman. Uh huh. The old man. Old man. Yeah. For all mankind. There's Anything of, with man. There's a lot of homoeroticism <laughs> in those shows. It's fantastic. We got we got so much to talk about, Chuck. Let's give let's do, something to talk about. Let's jump right into it. Let's do a little housekeeping. First of all, you and I are both Maui-based comedians. Yeah, dog. We're so based. We're not acidic comedians. We're no. Maui-based comedians. <laughs> And uh, did you go to the open mic last night? I did. It was uh, very open. Uh, every Wednesday, there is a comedy open mic at Gilligan's. And then there's also a second open mic. Some, on on is Thursday. It, is the, Thursday. The, the hippies come. As far as professional comedy goes, we went to the Jim Jeffries show. Jim Jeffries. Now, who would have thought that Australians would say the C word quite a bit? They did say the C word quite a bit. Tony, can I tell the audience what the C word is? 
constipate it. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so what a what a great deal for our money. Yeah. Because there was like three opening comedians, and they're all funny. And I was like, three opening comedians. Who's putting on this show? Power up comedy. Hard. <laughs> Because <laughs> we we tend to do a lot of opening comedians. Yeah, and then he got really drunk, just like a power up comedy show. I thought he was drinking beer, but I think he was drinking whiskey. I don't think he drinks anymore. Point. He said he Didn't wasn't. He say but... that he doesn't drink anymore. Yeah, that's a lie. Do you think that's just something he says to keep his wife appeased? Mm, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm happily married. But Jim Jeffries was super funny. He had three opening comedians. They were all funny, and uh, he he put on, he did went like two hours. Two. Hours. Which was not what I was expecting. I was expecting an hour or something. It was called the Moist Tour, and I liked I liked most once. of his material. The only thing I didn't appreciate was he's still doing like jokes about trans people. That's an in- interesting subject that we which should is... tackle right now at 11 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time. <laughs> Let me tell you how I feel show. about trans people. No, it's no, a... no, no. Here's the deal. This is how I feel about trans people. Is uh, that Dave maybe Chappelle... we should be making jokes about Dave them. Chappelle... It's a very touch subject. I think we should be able to make jokes about them. I just think it's hacked to do so at this point. I think we should be able to, but I think it's been covered. Because Dave Chappelle did his special. He got in trouble. He talked about him getting in trouble in his next special, which got him in even more trouble. Then Ricky Gervais talked about that ricky gervais got in trouble actually ricky gervais's special which is on netflix actually right now friend of the show netflix he kind of just addressed the controversy he didn't really make that many jokes about trans people and then ricky everybody started jumping on ricky gervais like ricky gervais was saying anti-trans stuff it's like basically he just kind of talked about the controversy and now people are talking about the backlash and the backlash to the backlash and the backlash to the backlash to the backlash and it's like i i think we've covered it Mm. Every single person on Twitter has had their say. I think we can just let the trans. You know who you can still make fun of, though? The suitcase industry. The Irish. Yeah, you can make fun of the Irish. <laughs> A bunch too. of drunks. Yeah, yeah. Yeet. Um, I'm oh, just so happy of, to be back here in the Stork Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. Speaking of trans material, another comedian who has a special available on Netflix, David Spade. I don't oh, know if you saw his special. No. His special was not that special. Special is loosely used. His special when, was not that good. But I don't know how special and David Spade can be in the same paragraph. He did have a funny joke. I don't believe you. He had. <laughs> He had one good joke in the entire special. Okay, I believe that. And it was actually about Caitlyn Jenner. Oh. And he's like, I don't care that he changed himself like into a woman. He's like, what I do care is that he's lying to everybody by giving himself the name Caitlyn because Caitlyn is like the name of like a younger girl. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, if he really wanted to keep it like 100%. He should have given himself a name like Barbara or something. <laughs> He's like, when you when somebody hears the name Caitlin, not only do they think girl, they also think like 25-year-old Yeah, girl. young. <laughs> like a young girl. Yumtown. Come <laughs> on. Are we getting a phone call already? No. Good morning and aloha. Thanks for calling the Biscuits and Gravy Show on the Biscuits and Gravy Truth Network. Hello, Hello. boys. It's me. Hey. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe that you have time to call us with everything that's been going on, Mr. President. Oh, it's been a crazy week for me, boys. Totally nuts. This wow. is the once talk about. and future king, yeah. DJ Donald Trump. So we were going to talk about this on the show a little bit later, but as everybody is probably aware, uh, your house got raided in Mar-a-Lago. Your house got raided by the FBI, and they broke into your safe. Maybe you could enlighten us a little bit. What, what did they find in the safe? They didn't find anything, boys. I knew they were coming. Someone tipped me off. Much like the DEA did to crack dealers in the 90s, they tipped you off ahead of time, so you were able to get everything out? 
I flushed everything down the toilet, boys. I heard. <laughs> I, I actually. And then you got rid of the evidence. Read more than one article this week that you also did that while you were in the White House. You used to flush things you didn't like down the toilet. Isn't there like a the bunch water of. The bill was astronomical. Isn't there a bunch of fireplaces in the White House? Why are we flushing things down the toilet? Fire is scary, Vince. Well, if I spent most of my time in the bathroom, I think I would flush stuff, too, just out of convenience. <laughs> we know that's where you do most of your, your presidential work was on the toilet. All the Diet Cokes. <laughs> did, they, did they find any Diet Coke in the safe? Was that just where they, they opened up the safe and there was a bunch of cases of Diet Coke in there? It was a good one, boys. I got them good. They, they must have been feeling like Geraldo at that time. He put a fart in the safe. <laughs> <laughs> they opened the, What's that smell? You don't actually keep anything in a safe. You have a safe so that when people break in your house, and that's what the FBI did, Trump. They broke into your house, and they, they ruined everything for you. But you, you're the smartest man in the universe, DJ Donald Trump. You don't actually keep things in safes, do you? Right. No, they're playing checkers. I'm playing chess, boys. That is correctamundo. A lot of people were hoping that it was going to be like Pam and Tommy and that the once they broke into the safe, they were going to get like the P-tape. No, boys, I keep that I keep that in a real special place. He, he flushed <laughs> it down the toilet. Where pee is supposed to go. It makes sense. Pee is supposed to be in the toilet. Now, Trump, you were in New York when this happened. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I was in New York. I, uh, I was on Fifth Avenue. I mean, pleading the fifth, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> By Fifth Avenue, you mean the candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> now, Trump, a lot of people are saying that this is very concerning because if a former president can can have their privacy raided by the FBI. I mean, like, if they can do this to you, Trump, then they can do this to any one of us who steals classified documents from the White House. And yeah, I think isn't it ridiculous? I know, and so I'm I'm pretty scared because, like, what if I stole classified documents from the White House? The FBI could just come to my house. But Trump, that's not fair. This is even worse. Is that you have the power or had the power? I mean, you're still the president in my mind, but the president could declassify things, right? Yeah, I got two words for you, boys. Banana Republic. Nice! <laughs> Is that where you, you, you buy your, your extra large pants? Yeah. I, Whoa, we're losing well, you. Oh, okay, <laughs> we're going to have to let you go, Trump. Uh, All right. I think he was calling from inside of a safe. Yeah. <laughs> Today's right. show is brought to us in part by Macaulay Culkin's Cock Guns. No one handles cock like Macaulay Culkin. Hey, Vince. Yeah. Don't remodel your home alone. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. Today's show is also brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from, from Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Uh, so... Also on Netflix, if we're still talking about comedy, Ronnie Chang has a special on Netflix. Ooh. And his comedy special was okay also. A lot of it was was making jokes about how um, people on Facebook are always looking for evidence, but they're not doctors. <laughs> I'm like, we covered this extensively on Facebook in 2020 and 2021. Yeah, what a way to bring something relevant home. It, it's like, that's... Chang. Yeah, also a little bit on the well-trodden side of comedy, I think we should say. Um, Ronnie Chang. Was he in Silicon Valley? Ronnie Chang. No, he was the Chinese guy from The Daily Show. Oh, okay. Right. I mean, some of it was some of it was pretty funny, but a lot of it was kind of like The Daily Show's been funny. Ugh, we're like still 10 doing. Years. Well, it hasn't been that good since John Stewart left, honestly. Mm, boo. Um, oh, here's some good news for you. I got a pet Fake turtle. News. 
Whoa, no way. Yeah, I got a pet box turtle. His name's Terry the Turtle. All right. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl, so we went with Terry. Let's, so The next 43 minutes of the show is going to be covered towards turtles. Its pronouns are they, them. <laughs> <laughs> its name is Terry the Turtle. <laughs> I heard that 99% of turtles born this year are female because the earth is getting warm. Right. And so was Terry born this year? Or is Terry no, old? Terry's, I think, like four or five or something like oh, that. Oh, so it's a good fitty-fitty so, chance to. Yeah. No, yeah. well, I think that's sea turtles because sea turtles are more dependent on the temperature, I believe. Mm. But either way, I'm not that concerned about it. I mean, like, people are like, oh, no, does that mean all the turtles are going to die out because they're mostly female? No. Didn't you ever see Jurassic Park, Chuck? Life, life, find, uh, life uh, finds a way. Finds a way. Yeah. So now Plus, it's awesome for that one percent dude turtle. So right? first, Alex Jones was turning our was turning our frogs gay. Now they're making our now they're gonna make our turtles become trans. When are the frogs gonna take him to court? You know. <laughs> well, speaking of Alex Jones, I mean, it's been a red letter week for the Democrats because once <laughs> for once they actually passed legislation. Yeah, I, I'm not which is crazy. This, but usually the Democrats are useless. I don't know how this happened. The Democrats are useless. They but, never get anything done. They actually were able to pass legislation, um, which kind of ties into – we got a little bit of a conspiracy that ties along with this, but maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit. Tie it up and shoot that but conspiracy not only heroin the, into my not, veins. Not only did the Democrats actually accomplish something, I know. which is crazy. Amazing. But then they also were able to – then Trump's house at Mar-a-Lago gets raided, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And Alex Jones had like a $50 million lawsuit against him. Yeah. He got he – got, he had to pay five million for for the first part of the civil suit, mm-hmm. and then the second part of the civil suit was like forty nine million, and that's just like the beginning of his endless string of lawsuits, right? Yeah, uh, Don't they have another one coming up in your hometown? In my, exactly, my hometown, Waterbury, Connecticut, is actually picking jurors right now for Alex Jones. How great would it be if you got on the jury? Ugh, Wouldn't that God. be because we were talking about this before and we were saying, like, if you could get on to you'd have to lie and say that you didn't know anything about Alex Jones. Wait, and then so cool. And no then get to the show I can and totally then do get it. on to the jury. Yeah. And then halfway through the trial, I'll send them a clip of the biscuits and gravy show <laughs> of us talking about Alex Jones. And they'll throw the whole court case out. And then biscuits and gravy will be front page news on so, KKU 88.5. The voice of gravy. Biscuits. You so, hear that, Tony? The we're trick- trying. We're so, trying, Tony. We're getting you on the map. The trick is, the, the funniest part would be we'd have to say something very insulting about Alex Jones, so they'd have to admit it into evidence. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember during the Johnny Depp trial, they played, they read out loud all those text messages of Johnny Depp just ripping on Amber Heard? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll have to say, say something insulting about Alex Jones, and then we'll use that clip to, when we send it to his lawyer. Let me think about it. <laughs> maybe, right, maybe spo- okay, spoiler I got, alert. I got one. Nice all right. <laughs> Alex Jones looks like a guy who buys a bunch of candy to lure kids into his van, but then just eats the candy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like All right. It. That's the clip we're going to send in to Alex Jones' lawyer, which will cause a mistrial mm. once you're on the jury. Mm. <sighs> okay. Also for follow-up junction. So we covered, we covered uh, Trump and the Democrats. Uh, we covered – oh, <laughs> speaking of Trump, we mentioned about his Diet Coke. Now, last time we were talking about Trump and his Diet Coke addiction, uh, you were questioning whether or not that was real. And I did some research, and not only was he drinking up to a case of 
Diet Coke a day. A case? It's yeah. 18. But then I sent you an article that talked about he, in his in the White House, in the Oval Office, behind his desk, he had a button where he could press and they would bring him in a Diet Coke. He had a Diet Coke button that he would press and then somebody would bring him in a Diet Coke. And so when Biden got into the presidency, he had the Diet Coke button removed, unfortunately. Yeah. Which, I, I mean... It's like I, when I think Reagan that's just kind of spiteful because he kicked out all the solar panels that Carter put up. Right. <laughs> Which I I feel like it's just kind of spiteful. Like there's no reason to I mean I don't drink that much Diet Coke, but it would be nice to have a Diet Coke button. Yeah, he, just leave it here in, for in the like, here in the studio. Maybe I'll set one up in the bunker so that anytime we plus, record at my house, yeah. <laughs> I'll press a Diet Coke button and Diana can bring me in a Diet Coke. Plus, I mean, Trump's just gonna have to put it back in when he becomes president next week. Oh yeah, if yeah. he if he's able to run again, because if he gets convicted for whether or not the classified documents that he took incriminate him in any way, the fact that he took them out might be enough to charge him uh, with taking classified documents, which would make him ineligible to run for president again. So hopefully that doesn't happen because we always love to see Donald Trump. As long as Donald Trump is still alive, he's going to be the sword of Damocles uh, hanging over our country. It's highbrow <laughs> and, shit, bro. Highbrow stuff. Highbrow stuff. <laughs> um, Today's show is underwritten in part by Christopher Plummer's Plums Yes A subsidiary of Brad Pitt's Peaches Today's show is also brought to us by Matt Damon's Exorcisms Need to get out the demons? Get, get out, out the, the demons! demons! We should also mention that Alex Jones was forced un- <laughs> was forced to, uh, <laughs> under oath, admit that he knew that the Sandy Hook shootings happened yeah and he said well of course it <laughs> happened i mean who would question something like that yeah and know? then like on like he was like going to court and admitting that it actually happened and like saying i'm sorry to and the then parents as soon as he got out then, he pulled a trump and then he would like go on tv on his show later that day and be like they're actors and they're lying and he showed a picture of the judge on fire <laughs> yeah Liar, liar, judge all, on fire. All class, Alex Jones. I love class. that the, the female judge was just, like, so upset with him. Like, he's just, like basically being She's so like, mean. I can't believe that I have to say this again, but you have to tell the truth. <laughs> he's And he kept doing this thing where he's like, well, I believe that this and, and that. And she's like, well, just because you believe something doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that it's true. the truth. You have to tell the truth, not what oh, you believe. Here's your Perry Mason moment. He's like, well, I believe that it's true. Yeah, the, I believe that it's true. The prosecuting attorneys <laughs> laugh when he, when he says, your attorney sent me everything in your phone. Also, it turns out that Alex Jones was sending nude pictures of his own of his wife. Own wife. To Roger Stone? Roger Stone. <laughs> he they was got, Roger Flaccid. Now he's Roger Stone. Now he's Roger Stone hard. Yes. He yeah. Roger Stone, the guy with the Nixon back tattoo. Is that true? Roger Stone. This is true. Look it up. Roger Stone has a back tattoo, which is a large portrait of Richard Nixon's face. So that means when he's like catching and every, all the dudes are railing him, they can look at Nixon. When Roger Stone is getting railed from behind. Yes. yes. That's where they deposit onto Nixon's face. Oh, wow. Speaking of which, today's show is brought to us by Tara Reads Audiobooks. When you need someone to read it to you, Tara Reads... Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Don Couch's South Maui Discount Couch House. The best discount couches in South Maui. Hey, Vince. Yeah. Don't sleep on the couch. <laughs> All right. I got two more things for follow-up junction. Yeah, you do. Another thing that we missed while you we were away biscuit. was the fact that... Um, <laughs> 
another thing that we missed. I missed you, bro. I missed you as I well. I missed you, man. And I, and I missed our, our audience and all of our listeners. I know. I love it. Listeners like John and Quirky Gardner. Mm-hmm. And Mark Baptiste. Yes. What's up, Mark? Hey, dude. How's it going? Uh, so one of the things that we missed while we were gone was, uh, you know, Islet, which is Tulsi backwards? Yes, of course. So, guys, <laughs> as we say at the beginning of the show, I am the prognosticator of prognosticators. Oh, I lay in my true. in my tub of gravy every night, <laughs> and I just see the future. So on a previous episode, I got like a little a, bit of a, flack a for sensory this. deprivation tank filled with gravy. I got a little bit uh, of flack for this. They said, Chuck, you're being too hard. On Tulsi, on, on Tulsi good old Gabbard. Tulsi, because and, she's turn, not a Russian spy. As it turns out, I was the most about right, right could ever be. Because Arr! Ukraine came out and said, uh, Tulsi Gabbard is pushing Russian propaganda. No, there was a paper trail. She was actually being paid by Russian propagandists to, to push out the Russian propaganda. She was the mechanism, Vincent Foti. Right. And yes. And so even though we say a lot of things that sound ridiculous on this show, things like uh, the Havana Syndrome. And then it ends up being real. Havana Syndrome ended up being true. Tulsi Gabbard being a Russian spy ended Mm -hmm. up being true. She's selling herself, bro. Uh, We predicted that uh, a demon fox was going to get loose and and attack some Democrats. That happened in real life. It literally happened. It happened. So uh, just beware people that we are telling you the truth and chuck is truly the prognosticator of prognosticators okay i've got one also what is it with hawaii make fun of tulsi more first obama sneaks in to being president by getting that fake hawaiian birth certificate even though he was born in kenya and now tulsi gabbard is like this backdoor she's like a a backdoor russian propagandist Mm -hmm. what is it about hawaii that's just so easy for all these like politicians to sneak in and do terrible things. Well, I think it's because it's we're one of the non-contiguous states. Million years ago, aliens on what looked like a 747 dropped their souls into the volcanoes <laughs> around here. Oh yeah, it was the volcanoes of Hawaii, wasn't it? Yeah, Zenu. Yeah, I'm looking I... at you, Zenu. Zenu. Effing Zenu. Zenu loves the biscuits and gravy show. <laughs> How come Zenu never calls us? I don't know, man. <laughs> why, Zenu? I'm putting you on on the biscuit bump, bro. Zenu. Why are you calling us? Zenu, if you're out there listening, and we know you are, give us a call. We want to hear from you. Oh, my studio. Eight oh eight. Hold on, give Zenu the number. Eight oh eight eight seven three thirty four thirty five. I like that Zenu would need to be reminded <laughs> of our number. You know. Uh, my studio assistant, our intern, just passed me something that apparently, uh, about a year and a half ago, I told all Scientologists to commit Harry Carey. So maybe that's why Xenu doesn't like us that much. But I apologize, Xenu. Well, if the scienti- Scientologists are trying to rid themselves of the Thetans. So if anything... Clearly. Uh, if anything, Xenu would be on our side because because if you're killing Scientologists, you're, you're pro... Thetans. Interesting. Right? Because Scientologists are trying to get rid of the Thetans. Yes, they are. Yeah, we're pro Thetans. Thetans are Cretans. Yeah, we're we're pro Thetans. Rhymes, okay. it must be true. Chuck, I've got a I've got something I've got a fun thing for you. No, you don't. Fake yeah. news, bro. Okay. We we do a lot of we talk about a lot of serious stuff. Yes, we talk a lot clearly. about we're Donald always, Trump's Diet Coke button show too serious. <laughs> and politics and everything. But why don't we lighten it up a little bit? We're gonna talk about food. We are going to talk about food. As a matter of fact, you ready to play our newest fun game called K-Pop or Cake Pops? Yes! 
All right. So this is a game where I'm going to tell you the name of something, <laughs> and you have to tell me if it's the name of a K-pop band or the name of a company that sells cake pops. Okay. All right. So you're, you're familiar with K-pop, right? K-pop. Son of a biscuit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so uh cake pops are those bend over th- abigail may because here comes a gravy pipe cake pops are when you take a cake and you break it out and you put like cream cheese in it and more chocolate and you put it around a popsicle and you dip it in that cheap chocolate that hardens really quick right quiet you sons of biscuit eaters your wife makes some, probably the best cake pops that i've ever had mm, yes, and then k-pop is there's a remember in the 90s when the u.s went through that boy band phase Backstreet, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, 98 Degrees, together. together. The hottest part of breaking up is getting back your stuff. And so uh, right now, Korea is uh, – South Korea, that is. <laughs> yeah. Not so much the North <laughs> Korea. South Korea is going through this huge boy band phase at, uh, with all these like Korean boy bands, and it's called K-pop. Yeah, all in right. Fact, there's it's, a K-pop factory in Korea. We it's, talked about. One it's time. huge, actually, and huge. Uh, and some of the, some of the K-pop bands are like the biggest bands on the planet right now. All right, now, so, how does this tie into Avril Lavigne? <laughs> so I'm going to read you the name of something, and you have to tell me: is it a K-pop band or is it a a company that makes cake pops? You're listening to the Truth Network here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU 88.5, the Voice of Mali. K-pop band or cake pop brand? Okay, okay. you ready? Wow, I all say right, that five times. Okay. Fast. First one, BTS. BTS. That would be a K-pop. That is correct. BTS is probably the most popular K-pop band on the planet there, right it's now. Twelve people. Is it really it's too many people? Vincent Fody. Hey, it's too many people. If they had one more, it'd be a baker's dozen. Oh, so I... twelve would be K-pop. Thirteen would be cake pop because it would be a baker's yeah, dozen. Okay. Wow, you're so clever. All right. So here's you're the second so one. Smart. Here's the second one. Red Velvet. I'm also gonna say K-pop. Red Velvet. Yes. That's correct. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Believe oh. it or not, Red Velvet is the name of a I'm K-pop band. I'm looking at you, you beautiful Korean women. All right. Here's another one. Give me glam. Ooh, that's a. Wait, one more time. Give me glam. Glam? Glam. That is a, a food product. That's cake pops, baby. Yeah, baby. All right. Here's another one. Piece of love. Also a food company. Piece of love is cake pops. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's one called Cake Bites. That's, ooh. That's, that's, those are attractive Korean women. Oh, no. That was, that was actually a cake pop brand. Okay. The world will never know. Here's another one. Super Junior. Super Junior. That's a K-pop band. Super Junior is a K-pop band. Very good. All right. Uh, here's another one. Seventeen. Seventeen. Ooh. Wow. Seventeen. Hmm. K-pop or cake pop? Ooh. Where's Dane Cook when you need him? Seventeen's um, <laughs> too old for him. Ah, that's right. Um... Seventeen. I need Crystalia. I'm <laughs> seventeen. I'm gonna go K-pop. K-pop is correct. Yeah. All right, and here's the last one. Harry and David. 
Harry and David. Well, that's definitely food. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Harry and David, by the way, amazing biscuits. Harry and David. They, amazing biscuits and peaches. Uh, Harry and David, they actually make uh, LGBT-themed, LGBTQ-themed uh, cake pops in addition, to other, in, addition, in addition to other um, baked goods. Oh. So there you go, Chuck. Wow, what a decisive, sweeping victory. You only got one wrong. I know. The bits. The bits get me every time. I thought I was going to get you with the red velvet. Nah. Man, you uh, are right. They got that. They got that good song. It goes like this: do 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 do. <laughs> okay, Cake Pop or K-pop is brought to us by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle for nephews and nieces. You need Sinise's. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. K-pop <laughs> or Cake Pop is proudly underwritten in part by Taylor Swift's Overnight Alteration. Sometimes oh, you need Swift. a Taylor, and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. And of course. K-pop or K-pop wouldn't have been possible without the support of Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. Leaky Umbrella, don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it up. You got it dialed in with the Biscuit Boys on KAKU, KAKU, 88.5, The Voice of Maui. You can turn into 88.5 all day, every day. Coming up on 88.5, we got the local show where friend of the show DJ Tony Tutokes plays some sweet reggae music and talks local style. We also got the Maui Zan show. And on the weekends, they play a lot of Celtic music, which no longer is called Gaelic because we don't know all that on the radio. St. Celtic? I don't know. I think you can go either way. Mm. All right, we want to take a little break. Let's take a quick commercially or factually obligated break. We can burp. We can fix our pants. We can talk to DJ Donald Trump. But uh, don't touch that dial, young ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, we got so much cooking, comedy, we got gluttony, and spoiler alert, more. and maybe even some conspiracies after these conspiracy. messages. Today's show is underwritten apart by Andrew Jackson's eye drops, guaranteed to get the red out. Andrew Jackson's eye drops. You'll have a trail of tears. They're only $20. Wow, that's not insensitive. Today's show is brought to us by Scarlett Johansson Stationery. Make every letter a scarlet letter. Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes apart by Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. All right, so I teased right before the break a little bit that we might be doing some conspiracy cookbook. Bro, I'm so excited to do conspiracy cookbook, right, so but we got to keep quick. it small. We got to keep it small and tight, Vincent Fodi. We need the t- we need a tight little small conspiracy. All right, I'm sp- all right. I'm doing the conspiracy music right now. Uh, also, when I was on vacation, so, I had to rent a house. For some reason, seven out of eight of the DVDs were all Kevin Spacey DVDs. <laughs> okay. Um, right. and, and someone had obviously done cocaine off K-Packs before we even showed up. <laughs> okay. So, well, we've all been there. At least, at least that gets it. All right. So, <laughs> did you ever get coked up and watch K Packs? No, it's pretty fun. It's, no, All right. It's not. So let's uh, let's do a quick conspiracy. So we talked earlier at the beginning of the show how somehow Democrats were able to pass legislation, right? Yeah. So I, if you guys and are just tuning into the the world right now, when you hear about Democrats, Democrats are so useless. They never get anything done. Right. They're, they're like football players. They go to the club, but all they do is shoot themselves in the foot. Right. Right. And yeah. so. And so when I heard about the Democrats passing legislation, I thought to myself... I didn't believe it. I thought to myself, something smells fishy yeah, about I, this. I and went then, to Breitbart and looked it up, and it's true. <laughs> they did. It's true. And so here's what I found out. Remember that guy, Joe Manchin? Of course. The guy who was like, he's completely owned by all the coal companies. And mm-hmm. so even though he's technically in name a Democrat... He is not a he's, Democrat. He's actually completely owned by the coal companies, and he's not serving... 
the American people. He's serving like large coal companies and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. As is to be expected, right? The governor For, of West Virginia be, is also the largest he is, coal owner in West Virginia. <laughs> because, I mean, he is a senator. So clearly he's bought and paid for by some sort of corporation, right? Of course. So then I found out that Joe Manchin... Doesn't even live in a mansion. To, <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. Actually, I think he lives... He splits his time between his mansion and one of his multiple yachts. Remember when they were protesting at his oh, yeah. yacht because of income inequality? If you're mad that you don't have a yacht, why don't you just go buy one? Anyway, so little, Joe little tone deaf So Joe Manchin, uh, for somehow, he voted yes on this climate bill along with the Democrats. So I was like, what's going on here? Then I found out that Joe Manchin just got over COVID. Oh, interesting. Now, I don't know if you've been watching Westworld Season 4. But I hear it's good. Westworld Season 4 is all about the, the robots came up with this, like, nanobot virus that infects people's brains and turns them into robots that can be controlled. And so now I'm thinking, is it possible that COVID somehow is actually a disease that allows Democrats to take over your brain? Mm. And then it turns you into some sort of, like, shill for the Democrats and makes you vote against climate stuff. Interesting. I, I believe it's true because as we all know, other people have gotten COVID and changed their ways, right? When Biden got code for the third time, he took a two-week hiatus from sniffing little girls' hairs. Now, some people say it's because <laughs> when you get the COVID... And then you, they had to update his firmware. Yes. When you get the COVID, though, your senses are a little bit impaired, right? Right. But I say nanobots in his brain changing who he is it all makes too much sense vincent Bodhi. tell me that as soon as he gets on covid joe manchin is going to oh, sell out those poor indefenseless coal conglomerates now apparently all the republicans voted that uh the diabetes medicine oh, should, yeah. should have no caps on it I'm like you're literally killing your your people like you know? Well, to be fair, black people also have a lot of diabetes. Oh, so, they pull both ways. So even though they are screwing over all the poor malnourished rednecks, at least they can take solace in the fact that they're also they're screwing over it. the yeah. black community, yep. which is what being a Republican is all it's about. It's all about. It's the cornerstone of God bless those Republicans. God bless Republicans are doing the Lord's work mm. by making it expensive to be poor. <laughs> yeah. Thank the Lord. Also, they say that uh, in older people, COVID has caused brain damage. So Joe I'm Joe Manchin looking I, at you, yeah, bro. Yeah, so is it possible that Joe Manchin had his brain damaged by COVID and he just forgot that he was bought and paid for by we're, the coal companies? We're asking the real questions here on KAKU. He, he, maybe he thought he was Bernie Sanders for a minute. He went crazy. Maybe he thought it was like an anti-black lung something, you know? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but it's a pretty wild world we live in now with the politics, right? All right. So, or... Did somebody just find, like, kitty porn on Joe Manchin's laptop? Mm. Do you think, is it possible he's being blackmailed and it has nothing I, to do with COVID? I actually think that he still uses a desktop, but... Probably. It's probably on his desktop. I don't know. I can't see, I can't see anything causing Joe Manchin, besides blackmail, to just o- overnight stop being a complete scumbag. Speaking of which, did you hear that Dr. Oz? Dr. Oz has a, a farmhouse in your state, right? Yeah. And apparently he's never been to his house. But in, it in Pennsylvania? In Pennsylvania, where he's yeah. running, right? He's from of New course. Jersey because he's a gross person. But he, he got a $50,000 tax rebate 
on the quote unquote farm in Pennsylvania. Oh, don't people in Hawaii that do that? He ne- yeah, fake farming, bro. Where you just pretend to be a farm and then you mm-hmm. get like a tax rebate yeah. for being a fake farm? Yep. All right. All right, well, that's going to do it for Conspiracy Cookbook. Conspiracy Cookbook was underwritten in part by Christopher Walken's yeah, Rudd and Shoes. The, 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 the Biscuits and Gravy Studio right here yeah. is a farm. Can you hear all this sheet? Yeah. So we're going to need that $50,000. Thank you. Tony, you hear that? If you're going to run, start with Walken. <laughs> we got ducks. We got sheep. <laughs> Nothing have, more country than biscuits. And, we, have we have a Tasmanian Tas- devil. Tasmanian devil's habitat. Yeah. All right. $50,000, please. Mm. All right. Let's talk about what's really important to me, Chuck, and something that's TV. close to your heart. Cholesterol. Because oh. oh, yeah. it's time to do Gluttony Club. Yeah. All right. I was in Vegas, and I, I went to, to a place called Italy, which is good portmanteau. Oh, I love Italy. Between Italy and eat. You see what, you see what they did there? Yeah. Is that Eat. Yeah. Eat. eat and Italy and eat. means Italy. Italy. Chuck, I have some sad news for you. Are we talking about Taco Bell anything. getting rid of the? No, but it does involve a taco. Oh no! Apparently, uh, Good Humor is getting rid of the Choco Taco. I heard it's so sad. This is this was a tough week for taco related food stuffs. Speaking of good humor, you can check the Biscuits and Gravy show out every <laughs> Wednesday at 11 a.m. Uh, you can also you can find us on Spotify, Instagram, Patreon, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Is there some Music. sort of website that people can go to for well, you, all the well, up-to-date you, Biscuits and Gravy news? Well, you can listen to us on all the major podcast places, uh, all your pod blasters, at Biscuits and Gravy 808. Or if you don't have any of those and you just want to look us up online, just go to biscuitwars.com and you can listen to all of our past episodes yep. online and for free ad free at all you can email me at info at biscuitwars.com <laughs> that's that's actually true uh so in addition to the the choco taco being discontinued there was also some some other food uh stuff that i got to try this week which okay. i which i was actually happy about great so i was sad about the choco taco but i was happy that i got to finally try sali pepe which you've been telling me about for a while ah, sali pepe is so good they make their own fresh pasta it's so Sal- yummy uh, any italian place that makes their own fresh pasta is going to be above and beyond any other pasta place because mm-hmm. there's nothing that can beat fresh pasta and their pizzas were so good they had like a, meat, a little meat platter you can do like meat and cheese platters i got a pasta that was a homemade pasta so you can get pasta and anti-pasta yes and uh diana got her own pasta there was so much good stuff on the menu oh, wow. you let your fiance get her own food That's yeah amazing. and then also here's the best How part progressive of you what progresso Hey, all right. all right. And so <laughs> and while we were there uh, on one of the meat platters, they serve it with a little uh, some cherry tomatoes and grapes. Ooh. Not grape tomatoes, but actual grapes. grapes. And the cherry tomatoes and the grapes are like pickled. Mm. So I went I didn't even think about ever doing that. So I went home and I bought Y'all a, never pickled grapes before? I bought a box of cherry tomatoes and uh I put them in some apple cider vinegar and water solution to pickle them with a little bit of garlic and some black peppercorns. You do so, quick you do a quick pickle? Uh no, I'm doing a long pickle. So oh, it's, you're it's doing in the a fridge. Long pickle. Yeah, so uh I'll let you know how that turns out. How long is your pickle? Sometime next process? week. I like to do I, I like to do stuff for about a week in the fridge. Okay. Yeah. That's a medium pickle, I'd say. Yeah. Quick pickles, but like 36 hours. They're only going to get better and better. Mm. You know what I mean? Or you can do you can do like a pickled onions in like one day. You just boil the water 
and the and the vinegar before you put it in there, and then the the onions will absorb it super fast. Ooh. You put it in the fridge; it's done in a couple hours. Ooh. But I prefer to let it soak longer. Man, I haven't made pickled onions in a while. Mm, let's go do it right now. Uh, I also, if you're following us on Instagram, uh, you may have seen the cheeseburger bombs that I made, which is <sighs> I made like a, a dough. And then, like a dumpling, I put all the cheeseburger stuff inside of it and then sealed it up and baked it, put a little egg wash and some sesame seeds on there, and they were fantastic, dude. I, I, hit, I saw it on, on YouTube, and I was like, I got to make that. Mm. And the, the, uh, the recipe was in Korean, so I had to translate it. No way. But they, but they came out really good. Yeah, yeah. The, the YouTube video was in Korean, but maybe maybe I'll share it for Is you guys. Is that why you're really into K-pop this week? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Korean stuff. Going. Yeah, I have been. I have had a very Korean oriented week. Mm. Oriental week. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Is that racist? No, it's not. It's okay, fine. it's Korean. You can make fun of them still. All right. <laughs> they they are the the second best Asian country. Sure. Right behind Japan. Oh, okay. Japan. All right. I was like, whoa, South Korea. We're, about to, we're about to break up right now. <laughs> it's North Korea's number one, clearly. Yeah, dog. <laughs> They're a half an hour ahead of everybody. Uh, oh, also, last night we ate at Bridget and Bernard's. Oh, my God. The German restaurant is so good. Did you get yeah. the schnitzel? Uh, Diana got. No, actually, we didn't get the schnitzel this time. I got something called a Jaeger schnitzel, which isn't breaded and fried, but it's like a hunter steak in like a mushroom. Jaeger means hunter, I forgot. Yeah, that's why there's a picture of the deer on the front of the Jaeger Meister oh, bottle. Yeah. Do... Tony, let's do some shots of Jaeger. Let's do some shots right after we get off the air. We are uh, right next to Hang Loose Lounge. And also for Steak Saturday, I made some honey garlic sesame steak bites. Mm. And oh, man, that was so good. You also, have Steak Saturdays? Also I have had sort of a Korean nights. flair to it. I had uh, the, the little uh, lollipop lamps. Oh, you know what? I'm going to have to borrow your sous vide yeah, machine because I recently bought an air sealer. Oh, like now, a, a now vacuum you're, sealer. yeah, now you can do the meat jacuzzis all I, you want. I recently bought a vacuum sealer. Uh, and so you're now, up, yeah, so I'm very excited about borrowing your sous vide and doing some lamb. Oh, but, yeah. uh, so were you doing, did you do a sous vide style lamb? I didn't I do saw sous vide. you doing like a little sear. I had, I had like the popsicle style lamb where it's just a little, little I stuff. I saw it. Can... So would you just put a quick sear on there and yeah, you're good so to go? I, it was marinated in a little bit of herbs and actually it's a very interesting marinade. You ever have like a jar of sun-dried tomatoes and there's not really that many tomatoes left. So it's just like, it's just a sun-dried tomato oil and herbs. Right. And actually that oil is really good for if you're making like a salad dressing or something yeah. that involves olive oil. Instead of using the regular, just plain old olive oil, you use that sun-dried tomato oil. Sometimes I make a pasta salad mm. that involves olive oil. Instead of the olive oil, I'll do like half olive oil and half sun-dried tomato oil. It's so good. So it's kind of you got to utilize that. that oil. And then I put everything but the bagel seasoning on it, which is really okay. good. A little toasted <laughs> sesame. And I, got, I was a little getting drunk. I experimented. I put a little mango curd on it too Ooh. and i seared it and i let it and i smoked a joint and i came back and i seared it again huh. and i experimented because i usually like things as you guys know pretty rare right right but i tried cooking stuff medium or even medium well and it was really juicy and very flavorful it i like my mam to be le- my lamb to be medium medium yeah so it rendered the fat a little bit more i tried eating it rare and i tried it more medium medium is good i think medium is good for lamb and that's that's my story i'm yeah. sticking to it all right. Any other things that you tried out uh, on vacation? Uh, no. Just got to give a shout out to uh, Italy, of course. And actually, you know what? I had a lot of good lobster rolls back home. Shout out to lobster rolls for being so good. Now, the last I... time I was at Italy, there was just like a bunch of like kiosks. Like, kiosks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
is it like that? There's, there's still no like actual that. like sit down part of Italy. You can Italy? still sit down. It's not like a table service though. Okay, so you can get your Roman it's like a pizza, food court, food Ro- court type Roman style. pizza, which is almost like a sourdough style pizza that's really square and big. It's okay. I go for the fresh pasta over there, and I had some killer fresh pasta. It was so yum town. I, also I love Roman pizza. I also went to because a dim sum place. I'm Italian, mm-hmm. and my girlfriend's always yelling at me because she says I have Roman eyes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Roman Bring that eyes. Bell. That's my joke bell. Today's show is underwritten in part by Pierce Brosnan's earrings from golden eye to golden ear. Get Pierce. Oh, I converted. I used to like hot lobster rolls with butter. Now I'm like cold lobster rolls. So it's like a lobster salad. Yeah. yeah. I actually didn't really like I them. I like lobster salad. Yeah. Uh, today's show is also brought to us by Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Trust your logins to logins. Don't let your privacy be in the danger zone. Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes apart by Cindy Crawford's Mole Sauce. You got a little something on your face. All right. Let's get into spoiler alerts. Do it, bro. You got seven minutes now. Okay. So let's, I'm going to bang this out pretty quick. So here's the stuff that you should be looking forward to. They just announced that season six of Rick and Morty is premiering September 4th. That's so soon. It's so soon. And wow. also... Uh, the Ring of Power, the show that we've been doing the countdown for for <laughs> so long. <laughs> I have a countdown app. Am I counting down to my wedding day in October? No. no. What am I counting down to? The Ring of Power premiere, which is we got 22 days left. So that's Ring of Power is Lord of the Rings, but they're not going to do what Disney does, which is rehash the same dumb planet and the same time period. They're actually going to go way They're farther tell different. an entirely it. new story in a different time era. Because we know in Lord of the Rings there's different ages. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord of the Rings that we know takes place in, I believe, the third age. <laughs> and so they're actually going to do something that takes place in the second age. So it's like Whoa. a prequel. Whoa. Uh, and so that's coming out September 2nd. Uh, I also started watching this show called For All Mankind. Oh, is that where the space race doesn't end? Yeah, that's the whole thing of the show is like, what if the space race never ended? And I saw the first episode. The U.S. and Russia were still trying to like outdo each other. Spoiler alert: Russia landed on the moon first. Yeah, in this TV show. And so that's the thing. Like in the real world, America won the space race, and then everybody quit. But mm-hmm. in the TV show, Russia won the space race, and then America couldn't deal with it. So then the space race just kept happening. And it's a weird premise to describe, but when you watch it, it's oddly compelling. So I would definitely recommend checking out For All Mankind. Season three is on its last episode, which will come out this Friday. Uh, and then the first two episodes and most of the third season is all available to watch on Apple TV right now. Yuck. If you have HBO Max or a cable subscription, definitely you should be watching Primal Season 2 right now. Oh, man. He, he, Him and the dinosaur go across the ocean, and they get to, like, another island. Spoiler alert, they eat a turtle. They do eat and kill a giant monster turtle. Yep. Uh, I didn't let Terry watch that episode. Oh, no. Uh, if you have Hulu, you should be watching The Bear. What We Do in the Shadows Season 4 is on right now. The Bear, everything leads up to Episode 7 of The Bear, right. where the restaurant actually gets busy and everything goes haywire. And it's so funny. I think the funniest thing about the bear, though, is that there's a guy in it who's not Italian that pretends to be Italian, yeah. and the staff just yells at him, you're not even Italian! You're not even Italian. Uh, Solar Opposite Season 3 is available on Hulu right now. That's half of Rick and Morty, yeah? And that's uh, Justin Roiland, mm. so, and not Dan Harmon. So if you like the wackiness of Justin Roiland, but you don't like the dark 
sad, tragic storytelling of <laughs> Dan Harmon, then check out Solar Opposites. And also, a show that you were telling me about, The Old Man. So good. With uh, Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow. Friend of the show, John Lithgow. Only seven episodes in the first season, but so good. A lot of Spoiler wrestling. Spoiler alert. A lot of wrestling. Al, 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 what's her name? Shawcat? Yeah. She turns out to be a spy. The, the terrorist guy's daughter. Yeah. What? Who saw that coming? I also watched The White Lotus, which was really good. I finally got around to watching it. That's the one that was filmed in our town, right? Yeah. And if you have ever worked in the service industry in Wailea and you're used to dealing with Four Seasons type people, Mm -hmm. I think you can definitely get behind that. And also, as we mentioned earlier, Westworld Season 4 is on right now. And it's all about the robots that flipped the script and turned the humans into robots. And now the robots are doing their own Westworld in on the earth it's crazy and it's good it's it's actually really good it's good and uh it actually is easy to follow this time so So definitely check that out season two on netflix the gray man is available that was that show or that movie it's like an action movie with what's his name that was pretty good they really advertise that heavily on reddit Disney released the second trailer for the show Andor, which is coming out in September. Never even heard of it. So Andor is, you know how Rogue One takes place and it talks about the rebellion mm-hmm. that's happening right up and in, right up into the events of A New Hope, the first st- Star Wars movie. So technically, it is a prequel. So this is going to be this is going to be a Rogue One era TV series, and it actually looks really good. Mm. Also, if you have Amazon Prime, I started watching Goliath. Sorry, no, Billy one Bob no one watches Goliath. First season, fake news. First season, really good. Second season, weird and not good. Third season, pretty good. Oh, it's Billy Bob in all three seasons. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He gets shot at the end of the third season, but there oh. is a fourth season. Is he a lawyer? He's a lawyer. He's like a washed-up lawyer. Mm, so it's sort of like a mix of like Better Call Saul and something else. I don't know. The second season's really weird, though. Oh, and this new Sandman show is on Netflix. So if you're a fan of the Sandman comics, you gotta check out Sandman. They actually did it's based a based on a comic book. It's based on a graphic novel series uh, yeah. written by Neil Gaiman. And uh, if you're a fan of the Sandman comics, they actually did a pretty good. I can't believe Netflix actually did a, a good interpretation of something. I can't believe most it. people Are you going hate, on record right now. Most maybe I shouldn't say that on the air, but I actually enjoyed the Sandman. A lot of bird and, flying sequences in that TV show. And right? guess who plays the guess who plays the Raven? Patton Oswalt. Oh, that that's what? No yeah, way! Yeah, so good. All right, you ready for Chuck stuff? The Knowledge Buffalo. More than ever. All right, Chuck stuff. The Knowledge Buffalo is when Chuck it. tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Uh, our first question comes from Mike in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Mike wants to know all of the elements. On the right column of the periodic table, uh-huh. all have what in common? They are gaseous. That is correct. They are the noble gases. That's right, baby. All right. Uh, our second question comes from Eric, Erica in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's a noble Erica gas wants to know- for you. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. Erica in Fort Lauderdale wants to know, what temperature does water freeze? Water freezes at zero degrees Celsius or 32 degrees Fahrenheit. You nailed it. Yeah, dog. I didn't expect you to give me both. Uh-huh. What water does it boil, what does it boil at in Celsius? A uh, hundred. A hundred is correct. And 212 for Fahrenheit. All right. Our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Uh, Mark Baptiste sent this one in. No! Mark from Mali wants to know. No! Uh, friend of the show slash war crime advocate. 
Condoleezza Rice, <laughs> recently became the partial owner of what football team? The Raiders. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Raiders is incorrect. It's actually the Denver Broncos. No way! And here's the weird part. You know how we have all those conspiracy theories about the Denver, the Denver Airport? Airport. I, and Condoleezza Rice. I think Condoleezza Rice is just part of the Illuminati, and she was looking for an excuse to be near Denver. What do you think about that? I think so, man. All right. Well, you got two out of three, Chuck, and you know what our deceased friend Meatloaf always says. Friend of the show. And that also means that that's the end of the show. And it's the end of the Biscuits and Gravy for this week, What baby. a show it's been. Ah, Welcome so back, be Chuck. Back. What a great reunion show we I had. I am going to really try not to get COVID anymore. I only have 10 more vacations this year, <laughs> so I'll be here a lot more. Vincent Fody, I'll see you next week. Same gravy place, same biscuit time. And from me to you, aloha! Boop, 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 boop.